Yeah. I have too much fun. Too much fun recording these. (laughs) (laughs) I go back and listen and I hear me uh, say the wrong names of band members and wrong (laughs) albums and stuff. I just get so over (laughs) Over, excited. That I'm like, I hope the the four people that listen to us understand. (laughs) I hope Karen (laughs) understands that. Yeah. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, is my co-host Jason. What's going on, Jason? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing fine, man. It feels like a full moon. <laughs> it could be a full moon. <laughs> I think Dude. we're actually supposed to get one about this time. Oh, are we really? Yeah. This this month of October, you're supposed to get like a, a an eclipse, uh, like a full blood moon and, I don't know, some weird stuff. We had a Friday the 13th this month, so I yeah. Ma- I think they made up that blood moon thing. That's not a, that's not a real thing. They just make <laughs> stuff up. Or harvest moon. You know, maybe that's the... I don't know if it's the same thing, but... I guess it depends on what time of the year it hits, whether it's a harvest or a blood moon. Give me that blood moon. Yeah, if it's if it's Halloween, it's a blood moon. Right, right. Yeah. So we are continuing with our season two list of our favorite favorite guitar solos of all time, and we're currently uh, working our way through the '80s. But before we continue, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com, which features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes ever created by human mm-hmm. humankind. Uh, use our promo link in the show notes to save 15% off of your entire order. Just click over and the savings are already added to your cart. But you better hurry up because you got to make your order before October 31st, which is coming up yep. quick. This is one week warning, man. Get your <laughs> order in if you want it before Halloween. That's right. The, this episode, we are at number seven on our countdown. And in this, uh, this, this episode, we're talking about the song Bark at the Moon. From Jake E. Lee and Ozzy Osbourne. Behind the music. Jakey Louie Williams, a.k.a. Jake E. Lee, was born in 1957 and grew up in San Diego, California. He's best known as the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne between 1982 and 1987. But before that, a little history for Jake E. Lee. In 1980, Lee joined a local heavy metal band called Mickey Rat who soon shortened their name to Rat and relocated to the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles. Um, Mm -hmm. Not long after arriving in Los Angeles, Lee left Rat to join a glam metal band called Sexist, uh, (laughs) which, you know, looking back, probably wasn't the best choice in the world. Um, And not long after that, he was asked to join a band called Rough Cut. Soon after that, Ronnie James Dio, who had just left Black Sabbath, saw uh, Jake E. Lee play one night with Rough Cut, and was impressed with him. Uh, and so he he asked Jake if he wanted to join his new band. And while Jake thought was pretty impressed with Rough Cut and thought it was a promising band, he felt the opportunity to join Dio was just too good to pass up. Uh, but ultimately, 
the opportunity was short-lived and he quickly exited the Dio band because of creative differences. Hmm. Um, but when it came to Ozzy, when Ozzy Osbourne sought a replacement for guitarist Brad Gillis, who we talked about uh, a couple songs ago, uh, Lee was, was recommended for the job. And after auditioning, Osbourne was torn between Jakey Lee and docking guitarist George Lynch. Uh, Osbourne initially chose George, but quickly changed his mind and chose Jakey Lee instead. Uh, upon telling Lee that he had the job, he then informed the, the guitarist that he had to be the one to tell Lynch he was fired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, he's probably too drunk anyway to... You're in the band. Now you got to tell the guy <laughs> that he's fired. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah, he lasted two albums with Ozzy before finding out he was fired from the band by his guitar tech. Wow. And the story goes, one night the guitar tech called Jake and said, dude, what happened with the band? Jake had no idea what he was talking about, so he, he, he was, I don't know what happened. He said, it's all over the strip tonight that you were fired from Ozzy's band. And so Jake, being completely blindsided, calls Sharon Osborne, who was really in control of the band and Ozzy and all that stuff. He calls Sharon and said, hey, I've heard a rumor that I was... I was fired from the band. Is that true? <laughs> At first, Sharon Osbourne feigned like she didn't know what he was talking about, but then eventually owned up to the fact that, yeah, he was out of the band. And that's wow. how he was fired from Ozzy Osbourne's band. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in 1988, he formed a band called Badlands. Um, and they had uh, two completed albums, Badlands in 1989 and Voodoo Highway in 1991. And they broke up in 93. And uh, in 98, they put out an unfinished uh, album of, of songs that they had been working on but hadn't quite completed yet. Let's get personal. So part of this first group of heavy metal videos that I ever saw, either on MTV or local access channels, um, this this song was one of those videos. Um, there was, you know, Quiet Riot in between Metal Health and Come On, Feel the Noise and Motley Crue with Shout Out the Devil. And then this song. These were some of the first metal videos I saw. Um, and a friend of mine had the album and like the actual album. And mm -hmm. he, he had a cassette deck. And so we were able to make a tape of the album um, for me to have. There are only like three songs that I really liked on the album, but I listened to them nonstop. <laughs> now, my my biggest story about this album is one day I was in my bedroom watching the video for this song and my parents, well, my mom walked in and saw the video. And if you've seen the video, you know that it's it, the, the main character of the video is Ozzy Osbourne dressed up like the Wolfman. Right. I mean, he's got he, he literally has hair glued to his entire body. He's he turns into <laughs> the Wolfman for the video. But, I mean, it looks like a very, I mean, it's a very dark and scary and kind of evil video. And my mom walks in while I'm watching this video and literally, you know, I, I think I mentioned last episode or maybe two episodes ago that my parents were the, the rock and roll Nazis in my life for <laughs> yeah. several years. And uh, I would, that, that I almost lost my TV privileges in my room because <laughs> I was watching that video. And so I had to quit. I had to quit closing my door when I was watching videos. And they, I had to, 
had to give up my cassette of the of this, oh, of this album. <clears throat> because and i don't for the life of me i don't know why i said i had it i could, I could have just said no i don't have it but yeah but i did but i told him i had it so i, I had to give it up and gave it to him and that took it away. <laughs> and if i was ever watching videos i'd leave the door open so they could tell what i was watching that's my that's that's my history with, with this song uh as, <laughs> as stupid as it is um so, so your mom your mom barked at you <laughs> my mom barked at me for barking at the moon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i will say like you know I, after i gave gave the tape up like it wasn't a week later that i had another copy of it because i went to school oh, like, too yeah right hey, dude, me a up. Copy of it. Yep, yep. and i had to lie to him because he was like what happened to your first copy and i couldn't say lost it. I, I couldn't say what happened so i just said right right and i lost it uh what was your history with I, this song or this album yeah i um this is another one like in that phase that i've mentioned before like in the early 2000s when uh <clears throat> napster was around <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. and i was downloading you know all these what i was calling you know classic rock of the time uh this is one of those albums that i didn't listen to until then like fully and I agree with you. There's a few good songs on yeah. here. Not definitely not my favorite Aussie, but yeah, uh, yeah. That period. When did like Headbangers Ball start? That was probably mid '84. I think is when the first okay. I was thinking maybe 84. it was a little bit later, but it might have been maybe '85. But I, I, I think it it was, it was. I saw the first episode. Yeah, I was again. I was so in tune to pop music in the top yeah. forty that. I had I remember watching it a few times, and there was definitely interesting videos <laughs> during that hour than uh, you know during the day or whatever. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. That I remember like staying up late watching Headbangers Ball and seeing a lot of these metal videos for the first <laughs> time and just being kind of blown away. Yeah, but uh, luckily I was allowed to keep my door shut and my parents didn't care. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. That, um, um, when I got a little bit older, you know, of course, at, at, when I first saw this, Headbangers Ball wasn't a thing. But then when Headbangers Ball came on, it was on on Saturday nights from like ten to midnight. Mm -hmm. um, and and at the same time, in my hometown, there was uh, a local wrestling on out of Dallas with uh, at, at the same time from ten to midnight. Mm -hmm. And I got very adept at. Putting my like we I had one of the set top boxes that had the slider for the channels back and forth. Uh -huh. I got very adept at being able to go from, <laughs> go from one channel to, to, to the next at at the flick of a wrist because my <laughs> door was closed and if my parents knocked I could flick it right back to wrestling whenever I wanted to. <laughs> I, yeah, I literally yeah. got it down to where I could just flick it as hard as I, mean, I knew how to hard to flick it and it would flick back to, to the right channel. And Kerry Von Eric drops the elbow. That's exactly God who I was watching. Yeah, yeah. So That's exactly back and who forth. it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched the... They used to have the reruns of uh, World Class Wrestling, whatever it yep. was, on ESPN in the afternoon. So, yep. yeah, all those... All the Von Eriks and the yep. Great Kabuki, all that I would stuff. Go, yeah, I would go back I and forth those between in the that afternoon. and Headbangers Ball every Saturday until crazy. my parents went to bed. That's and then crazy. I would, I would leave it on Headbangers Ball, but yeah, I got very adept at doing that. <laughs> the breakdown. So for starters, this song is an exercise in finger gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
starting with just the main riff of the song, we're not even talking about the solo. Uh-huh. Uh, he plays very non-traditional chords, not just bar chords that span. You know, there's, if if you know anything, if you know anything about playing guitar, there's 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 chords called bar chords that have uh, one fret between your two fingers, and so just mm-hmm. it's not very a very wide span. Uh, one of the chords that he plays in just the main riff spans five frets. Um, one of the licks in the solo he spans eight frets. Um, it, wow! It's, yeah, it's it's just it is ridiculous. Um, about ten years ago, he was there was a there's a, a company here in the Tulsa area that makes um, guitar chords and guitar plugs and things like that. They brought him in for a guitar clinic. And um, you can you can find this video out on YouTube. I'm 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 at the event. It's not my video, but I'm at the event, and mm-hmm. he's sitting there playing. You know, he plays songs. And he talks about them. And this was this song was actually the the most requested song for him to play and talk about. And the first mm-hmm. and the and and you can also find videos on YouTube of people playing this song, like doing a cover of this song on, on guitar. Um, some of them are good. Some of them are not good. But the first comment he made about this song was he goes, everybody plays this song wrong. Um, when I when I watch it on YouTube and there was like two different parts that he showed that people play it like this in their videos. And that's not right. This is how I this is how you're supposed to play it. And um, and even he during that show, during that clinic admitted, he goes, I don't even know if I can pull off all this now. He goes, my hands are not the way are not hmm. as limber as they used to be. And he was right. He couldn't be. He tried to pull off some of it, and he just kept cursing and saying, "That's not it. That's not it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was fun to watch him talk about it and play the play the songs and show the parts. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I was. Uh, you can find that on on YouTube. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's it's a fun watch. Um, but as far as as the main solo of the song, my favorite part of it. Um, has to be the end, the, the very end of it. I like all of it, but my favorite part is the very end. He has this very lightning fast run that he does <laughs> up the neck. And then he holds out this last note and just makes it, I mean, it just sings while, <laughs> it, while it goes back into the main riff of the song. It's just, I mean, he's, he used to be, and it's, even he said, he goes, I, I used to be lightning fast, and now I don't even know if I can play half the half the speed I used to when I was younger. Um, but that's my that's probably my favorite part of the of the solo. That and the lick that he plays on the outro, which sounds a little bit like the main the main mm-hmm. solo, mm-hmm. but it's it's just as fast too. And that's the same lick that has an eight like an eight fret span in what he's playing. And, and 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 for some of you that probably doesn't make any sense about how far that is, but um, as I sit here and look at my guitar, eight eight frets at, at the point that he's playing, eight frets between his index finger and his pinky finger is about seven to eight inches. Yeah, it's like half the good, <laughs> yeah, half I mean, the whole board, man. Yeah, it's about <laughs> it's it's about seven inches, and in he, he's making his pinky finger and his index finger spread and now and not just spread he's playing he's playing something so they're moving at the same yeah time. yeah it's, it's just it's just it's so impressive to watch him play that when he's watch him in videos when he's younger playing it um it's just there's i've never been able to stretch my fingers like that and play <laughs> and play something so um, so yeah 
Yeah, I, I wrote down, it's about as technical as you can get. There's just so much finger work. And my favorite part, actually, of the solo is that back and forth effect between speakers. It <laughs> yeah. just really makes it interesting and hard to follow at the same time. But it, it, you're almost trying to chase down the solo. Like, yeah. it's going back and forth between. you got to listen to it in your headphones, I'm telling you. Yeah. But, uh it's so cool that it's almost like you're trying to, you, 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 you hear some over here. Okay. You, you finally getting a little rhythm or whatever of the solo and it drifts back over to your other ear. <laughs> it's just so interesting, man. I, yeah. I hadn't really heard a solo do that before. It's one of Ozzy's signature songs. It really it's, is. It's that I, I, like you said, I'm, it's not my favorite album, but it's, it's one of his signature songs. And I just never noticed that that back and forth effect before it's really cool yeah so bark at the moon comes in at number seven on our countdown uh and i have some bonus songs for you but before i get to the bonus songs um you i really need i'm i'm really gonna pump up badlands um, <laughs> okay now you can find the full albums on youtube and i will put the links to their albums in the show notes that the, everything that he does on for Badlands is far and away better than anything that he ever did for Ozzy. And I appreciate everything he did for Ozzy. It's it, the uh, Badlands is more blues based. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a little bit more, uh, it's not so polished, but it is, it is just, it is so good. When I first heard the, the original Badlands album, I fell in, I re fell in love with Jake E. Lee. Um, but, the, but those first two albums that they had, um, are just so choice that on the second one, they do a cover of fire and rain from, from James Taylor. And it, <laughs> really, it, Oh my God, it is so good for, yeah. for all the problems they had that lead singer, Ray Gillen, he can sing like nobody's business. Mm. Um, so I will put the links to the full albums on YouTube in the show notes. If you have a chance, you need to go listen to some, if not all of those, because they're just they're they're so good and it's it's a crime that they're not on Spotify or available anywhere anymore. So hmm. that's out of the way. The bonus songs. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we can all we can link to is stuff from Ozzy. Um, my first bonus song is another song on Bark at the Moon. It's called Center of Eternity. That's my other favorite song on here. Uh, from the next album, The Ultimate Sin. There's we, we have two songs and they were. The first two videos, singles from the album. One of them is Lightning Strikes, and the other one is Shot in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Shot in the Dark probably has just as uh, the, the solo for it in it, and it is probably as technical as the one in today's song. I still hear that one a lot on classic rock radio, yeah. Shot in the Dark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so those are our bonus songs. If you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned. You're going to hear all those bonus songs in their entirety at the end of the episode. Uh, if you're a free Spotify user, you'll get about 30 seconds of the song. And outside of that, you're going to have to use the song whip links in the show notes to find those songs in your favorite music app. Um, you can find us on Twitter or X for just a little while longer. <laughs> we're, getting ready, <laughs> we're getting ready. I just getting ready to get rid of our Twitter account. Yeah. But for now, you can find us on Twitter or on X. Uh, and, and leave us a comment if you want to. We're also on YouTube at Greatest Lists, or you can just go straight to our website, greatestlistspodcast.com. Jason will be in charge for our number six song in the next episode. 
Thank you for mm-hmm. listening to The Greatest List. We look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists. 